Welcome to Locally Grown, a podcast about business, strategy, mindset, and everything in between to get you to your biggest triumphs and get you through your biggest challenges. If you're a brick and mortar business owner who is looking to scale to six, seven, or even eight figures, then this is the show for you. Each week, you'll discover tips to take your business from struggling to profitable, all from my own real life experiences being an entrepreneur, coach, and business consultant. This is the podcast for helping you build a business today so you can also build a legacy for the next generation. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Locally Grown podcast um, and our weekly LinkedIn live show. I am here with my my friend, my colleague. Um, I've been working with Jake for a while. Um, This is Jake Adams, and he is the owner and founder of. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it right this time. Simplified, (laughs) simplified edu, right? Um, it's simplified, but yes, it's simplified. Okay. Yes. I, I keep calling it unified, <laughs> like <laughs> renaming your business simplified. Um, and Jake's I'm business. I'm sure in time um, we'll need to rename it as well. I, <laughs> it's going to be called unified. <laughs> I'm pushing it. <laughs> All right. But, um, but yes, I've been working with Jake for, um, for this whole year now. And, um, he has, his business is, is a tutoring business. But it is much more than a tutoring business. Um, I mean, I've when I was younger, I had a tutor, and you know, people typically have an idea about you know what a tutoring business is or what a tutor does. And Jake totally takes the industry and flips it on its head, um, and does things, has carved his own path, um, and has a unique way of you know really helping kids. So I wanted to bring him on here and just talk with him um, about his story because he does have a fascinating story, as well as a little bit about what he's doing to change the face of tutoring and the education world. So Jake, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're here. I wanted to to have you on the podcast for a while and I finally said, hey, you want to join me? You're like, sure. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about your background. Like, how did you get started um, with your business? Um, I guess getting started with my business was a little bit, you know, born out of necessity and also kind of just finding what felt like was, uh, you know, a path that, you know, I, I think a lot of the best things in my life I like fall into. And um, it's kind of one of those things where like in college, um, I had, you know, already gotten most of my college credits out of the way. Um, I could have graduated in, you know, maybe two years or less. And I decided to, you know, stretch that out into four years. And I needed to, at the same time, pay for college. (laughs) I went to um, Pepperdine University, did international business and marketing. And, you know, like, that was not an inexpensive degree and degrees, you know, for 
for the most part, are important. It's an interesting. I have an interesting relationship with education because um, I think it's really important. But also, I was not exactly the best student because I always found that like I would rather be a student of life <laughs> rather than <laughs> like a, a student who's you know tasked with some arbitrary task that doesn't necessarily apply to what is in front of them as you know their problem to solve. And my problem to solve was like, how do I make a living? And how do I use what I'm learning and find, you know, people that will help me on my path as an entrepreneur? And um, I had about five jobs at one point. And in that process, like, I, I mean, I don't know how many jobs you count a tutoring job is because you have like multiple students or whatever. But like, um, I, I was doing that and tutoring just, just didn't seem like work. That's kind of what you know, drew me to it. It seemed like it was a natural fit between my talents and abilities and the things that I cared about and kind of the work that I had been doing before. Cause, um, you know, before I was a tutor, I was a swim instructor before I was a swim instructor. I was, you know, a boot, boot camp, you know, leadership instructor I had always taken on like these sort of leadership teaching roles. Um, and so when I got to tutoring, I was pretty well prepared for that. And then, um, it just felt right, <laughs> I guess. And that was how you start, um, and that was how you ended up um, opening up your own tutoring business. Yeah, that that was uh, like I guess like I started you know tutoring there, but then the business aspect of it came along. Um, I would say the defining moment was actually a phone call with my dad. Uh, he asked me like, "Hey, what are you going to do? You know, when you graduate?" Um, and I in the moment had no real idea as to how to answer that question, but I blurted out like, "I'm going to start a tutoring business," and like. Um, <laughs> And then I got off the phone and I was like, ah, okay, now I got to go do that thing that I said. And I guess like, that's another part of it is like, you know, being someone who wants to do the things that I say I'm going to do. And so like, had that relationship with my dad of like, okay, I need to do this thing that I just told him I was going to do as like, in you know, response to his question. And then, you know, I just started putting one foot in front of the other and, you know, putting that together. Uh, and there was also this other aspect of it, which was, in the background, I had been giving away jobs, like all the you know tutoring uh, that people wanted me to do. They, my phone was you know constantly ringing, and I was like, oh, okay, let me ask my friend Bill to you know he's good at science. Let me give uh, give him a tutoring opportunity, and just like kind of going around and um, finding as many friends as I could who could take on these different jobs that were coming in because I, I did want to be helpful, like. I wanted people when they called me to like have a solution to whatever problem they had on the other end of you know the phone line, and uh, then I realized like I should probably you know, it, well I, I ran out of friends first off. <laughs> second, <laughs> second, I should also probably be you know like vetting uh, these people and making sure that everyone's like qualified um, and going to do a good job and like kind of do the job in the way that I feel you know like tutoring needs to be done. Awesome. So, you know, when people think of a, of a traditional um, tutoring business, typically they think, okay, you know, I, my, my child has a, has a problem in a specific subject. Um, I'm going to get them somebody who can help them um, and do things and teach them, you know, that specific subject so that they can get a good grade. But I know you're about much more than that. So what makes 
What makes you and your tutors different? Um, I would say it's this focus on mentorship. Um, just, you know, tutoring and academic subjects are there, um, I think, as a tool to teach us that, you know, like, whatever we're doing is, is a process and we need to like see that there's a challenge and then work towards it and like invest in ourselves along the way. And I think that's, you know, what a good tutor or mentor should be there to do is to like re- help you realize like, okay, you have this goal, you have this, like I've been there before and I know it's hard, but like, we're going to, you know, we're going to go step by step, one step at a time. And that's honestly, Teresa, what you do for me as well is like, you know, like you been on that path and so you show others the way and that's what tutoring is it's you do that through the lens of you know an academic subject but there's a lot of other things that slip in along the way like when you're there like you know the reason why a student's there to work with you as a tutor sometimes is because maybe there's you know aspects of executive function or like understanding how to study or plan or manage like maybe they are like super high achieving and super high performing, but it's like, how do you manage all the stress of like an entire day just filled to the brim with things? And like, how do you, you know, like get through that more efficiently and, you know, work through that and like have someone who's done it before also be there to like point you in the right direction or just be there also to, to listen to what's going on and to also bring you back to earth. It's like a lot of times, like, you know, students come in, they're like, I have a test and like, you know, it, it's, you know, going to be the, you know, thing that makes or breaks my grade. And I, then you have to remind them like, okay, yes, that, that might be true. And we can do the best that we can do. And we can only do the best that we can do in this moment with what, you know, circumstances we have, but that's not the end of the story. You know, your, your grade on your midterm um, isn't the end of the story. It's about, you know, okay, if things don't go, you know, well, like, what do we do in response to that? And, you know, how do we keep going and keep, you know, moving forward in your education? Because education really is just about kind of like teaching you how to get where you want to go. No, it's, I mean, it's true. It's true. And, you know, I know that they say like teachers, like you can just have one amazing teacher that makes like the difference, like a huge difference in a child's life. Um, And many times over, like, there, like I know for me, I didn't really have that one teacher. Um, you know, I had a teacher who like really helped me with Spanish and, but I wouldn't say like I had one that like really changed my life, but I know that your philosophy is, um, and what you believe in with your business is that that's what you want to do. You want to be able to help kids not only learn, but learn how to find that, that self-confidence um, and that courage and determination and, you know, whatever through education, which I think is so, you know, so amazing. Um, so let me ask you what happened? Like, I know COVID, um, you know, schools were shut down, everything was shut down and kids, I mean, they were studying and learning remotely, but it also like, there was a huge impact from a, um, I'm going to say like from a mindset or from a, um, you know, um, emotional standpoint, because now these kids are out of school and there's all this stuff going on in the world. And so what did you see during that time, um, you know, in your business? Yeah, that I think to be completely honest, uh, 
I have a very unique experience having come from uh, the area that I, I was working in because it was an in-person business before. And geographically, we we're situated in, in like Malibu, West LA area, but a lot of the business is Malibu. And um, it's a small beach town, but it actually has quite a few natural disasters and like fires <laughs> and other things. And yeah. so um, I think I had learned a little bit of resiliency there because like, um, I, I guess like two years back, uh, like the entire area, like just, you know, burned to the ground. A lot of people, you know, weren't able to go to school for about a month. And um, all of that had like kind of realized or like ha- had made me aware of the fact that like crazy things can happen. <laughs> and, you know, then we still have to find a way to keep going and mm-hmm. like move, move forward with what we're doing. And, you know, education is one of those things that, you know, is super important, especially, you know, in the years that we're working with students, they're, they're in their high school years. And that's really that launch pad for where they go with higher education. And yeah, I mean, for the college students, that's the launch pad for where they go with their career. And so I guess what we saw with, you know, COVID was just like, we had to learn how to adapt, but then also like, I think everyone, I think it was just like a, a very big lesson in, in learning how to adapt and deal with stressful situations and finding ways to continue, you know, moving ahead. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, being mindful of what we're all going through and not just like pushing through to the point where, you know, we're, we're breaking ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's definitely, I mean, that's a lesson. I mean, that's a lesson that adults have to learn. And we were just having this conversation about, you know, the way my week's been going, the way that your week was, you know, last week was going and, you know, yeah, like that's what people, you know, adults have to learn that lesson of that you can't push yourself to the point of breaking, like you said. I mean, it's, and I know, you know, my niece and my nephew, particularly my nephew, because, um, you know, he, at the time he was going into, he was in ninth grade and he was just, you know, having so much stress because he was, he was um, going from, I guess he was, he was, had just started high school, I guess, um, because they have Mm -hmm. middle school and then their high school starts at um, ninth grade. And it was like he had all these tests to prepare for and all this stuff that was going on. And, you know, they were at home because schools were closed down. And and it was just, I remember, like, they had, like, huge challenges, you know, just from trying to to get the the content and and learning. And then, you know, at the same time that, um, I want to say that, that mental, like, just that mental fatigue and stress. You know, yeah. so, yeah. And, um, you know, I remember at the time he was, um, you know, he said to me, he's like, I hope we go back to school soon. He's like, cause I, <laughs> I can't keep doing this, Aunt Terry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think him and everybody else who are on the same page um, with that experience. And like, I think um, it kind of like was an experience that kind of transcended, you know, age. It was like, we we're all, you know, having our own unique, you know, struggle that like was actually, it was unique, but it was largely the same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Largely the same that it was genuinely like a a period where it was not great. And um, in in terms of like, you know, paying attention to, I I think that kind of, you know, gave me a lot of perspective too as well. And, And 
kind of re- gave that space to reinforce like tutoring is like this this place where we go to learn and stuff but there's also aspects of life that are you know more important than the classroom and you can you know learn there as well which is like okay you have um you know these things that you need to get done um they're they're important let's work towards um doing them into the best of our ability but also like take care of ourselves along the way and really keep things in perspective mm, that's so that's so huge i mean it's funny because someone said to me and i didn't even realize it but the kids that were graduating from high school when we went through covid were the kids that were born during 911 so just and what these kids were going through. I know the kids that were in school when, when we went through 9-11, there was like a huge, like traumatic impact because of, you know, what was happening, um, you know, in the world when all of that happened. And then the same thing with, you know, the kids that were in high school and going through COVID and just, um, like I said, with my nephew, that, that post-traumatic stress, you know, that is hap- that happened or is happening you know, because of what, what they went through. So, I mean, it's, as you said, you know, helping the kids and it's, it's the same thing with adults to just be able to understand that there are challenges that happen, you know, in our life, in our school, in our work and and whatever. And we have to learn the skills and have those people around us to help us to get through those challenging times. So, um, and speaking of, you know, right now you're a small business owner um, yeah. and, you know, the with everything that's happening, you know, we went through COVID, we went through all the shutdowns, we went through all the, you know, businesses closing and, you know, now we're going through, you know, the war in Ukraine and, you know, what's happening with inflation and our economy and people talking about the recession, um, you know, do you see any impacts on your business or like as a business owner, what do you do to handle and manage, you know, all these different things that are happening? Um, what is your thoughts on that? Yeah. So um, this is actually, you know, borrowed from, you know, one of my mentors. Um, he, he would always say like, everything is a dance. So like when you're, when your partner moves, uh, you, you need to move with them. And in, in order for you to enjoy it, you know, you, you have to sort of coordinate with what's going on and also being in the moment, um, just in the same way that like driving a car, right? If you take your eyes off the road or you don't, you know, pay attention to what's happening in the moment, you find yourself in a car accident very quickly. Um, and like, that's that's a disastrous outcome. But I think that a lot of that can be, um, sort of avoided by, you know, being in the moment, trying to focus on what's in front of us and, you know, just being open to those experiences and seeing what's there and then doing our best to adapt and look for opportunities. And for me, um, you know, with what happened with COVID, you know, like we turned the whole business that was largely an in-person business into an online business. And, you know, thankfully we were able to do that, but We've also, you know, adapted to now being completely online. That's opened up for us the opportunity to work across the United States and now um, internationally as well. And so um, we're, you know, like taking that 
you know, what was a problem and, you know, looking for what opportunities existed within that. Cause like, there's always something <laughs> outside of like, here's, here's the, the immediate problem smacks you in the face, but like just to the right or to the left, um, there are opportunities and, you know, like kind of being around to like, look, look for those opportunities is, you know, an important part of like being able to survive, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, that's so true. And and since I've been working with you, I've always known you to be a very optimistic person. Um, I mean, no matter what's gone on and, you know, things that we've worked through, you know, in your business, no matter what, you are always very optimistic. And I think that probably, I mean, that definitely, you know, is what has made you such a success. Um, so I know what you're, so right now you do, um, you know, one, one-to-one um, private tutoring with students. Yeah. And you do, you also work with different school districts um, that are out there as well yeah. for district tutoring. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I also know that you do test prep and, you know, you have, um, you know, other offers that you do as well. So where do you want to take Unified? Where do you want to take Simplified? <laughs> What's um, next? What's next? Um, I think just getting to a point where, you know, we're we're reaching more people um, with what we're doing and then, you know, going kind of deeper in the work that we're doing, which is like to have more, um, you know, that we invest in our tutors in terms of like making them, you know, more emotionally intelligent in, in the work that they do and like giving them more tools to help students um, and, and mentor them and in, into, you know, like doing more of what I do, uh, but like on, on a, you know, on a broader, broader scale, like that's the, uh, you know, vision for, for the future, but then also at the same time, like getting more people involved in what we're doing uh, in terms of, you know, getting more customers, getting more tutors. Um, and I think like within uh, the work that you're having me do, which is, you know, like figure out what do I want to be the best in the world? At? And I think, you know, for myself, it's like fulfilling that vision of um, being somebody who goes around and looks for talented people who have a passion for education and mentorship and then giving them, you know, tools and uh, like the collective learning of the group as well as myself and, you know, like giving them all of those things to expand their reach and also um, get kind of the platform as well. Like we have, if, if we have people from all over the United States or internationally who can work with, um, you know, more tutors um, that they might not have had access to like that, that's something that for me is like, yeah, that's awesome. Let's do that. <laughs> so do you consider yourself a CEO or do you consider yourself something else as far as the head of your business? I have to go with the CEO title now. Um, and that's something that I have to step into. I mean, I've always, you know, thought of myself as more just like the owner of the business, like owner operator, but I really can't continue to be in that role because then I don't get to actually like work on these bigger plans. Cause then I'm just, if I'm, if I'm in that owner operator role, then I'm always like working to do something myself and not leveraging the skills of those people that I'm going around and collecting. Like if I'm going around and finding like awesome people who have talents and skills, I have to be, I guess, humble enough to say like, they're really good at that thing. 
probably like 10 times better than me because that's an area where they focus their time. And, you know, if we can work together, then we can do more than I could ever do on my own. Mm, I love that. That is like such a big lesson that so many small business owners have to learn. And it takes forever for them to learn it. Like you have to surround yourself with good people. And yeah, like I've worked with business owners who think, oh, well, that person does it better than me. Um, So I'm just going to control things even more because I can't have somebody do it better than me. And it's like, no, no, no. You want to surround yourself with good people because if they do it better than you, great. That's what you want, you know? But, But that's so, that's so, so, so good that you said that because like I said, I think that's one of the hardest lessons to learn when you're taking that next step going from business owner to CEO is letting go of control of a lot of that stuff and building that team. So I think, you know, that's, that's huge. It's huge. And and, uh, something I read this morning that was like, kind of just, it's like simple, but it's just like something that, you know, strikes me as like, okay, that that's my job, which is like, um, my job is to create jobs, like to create jobs that, you know, other people can step into and, you know, express themselves, express the talents that they have and like work productively towards something that, you know, serves other people. And I I think that's the other thing that I've always been about as well is like, um, you know, anything that we do, we have to serve other people because Mm -hmm. that's how you, that's how you like get a business to work, right? It has to do something that is valuable to other people. Otherwise it probably shouldn't be a business. Yeah, no, most definitely. Most definitely. And I always tell people, if you're in it just to make money, you got to have something deeper, you know, exactly like what you just said. So, um, so this is, this has been awesome. So good. So many gold nuggets, um, that you're sharing, like just so, oh my gosh, so many. And, um, I'm excited for people, you know, if you're watching this, I sure hope you were taking notes because I was taking notes as, as you were going, as you were talking. Um, So I want to switch gears a little bit. So I know one of the things that you like to do um, because you sent me something is writing. Yeah. I know you have some things that you're also working on. Um, You know, in our, in the work that we've done together, you know, you've told me about the, some of the things that you're, that you're building and that you're developing, you know, for the tutoring world, but you also like are an amazing writer. Thanks. (laughs) What is it that you like about, and I, and I was just looking as you're talking, I was like, dang it. I know I have the printout of the thing that you wrote. Um, so what is it about that writing that you, like, what is it about writing that you love so much? Um, or that inspires I, you? I think it's uh, just, I think everybody has it, which is like this creative aspect of themselves where you kind of take something that wasn't there before and then you've you know created something and for me i guess writing is the easiest way for me to do that i'm i'm not like very i'm never going to paint anything that anyone (laughs) wants to own (laughs) um but i i can do that with words like i can i can create things that are useful to other people and or express myself um and so like I guess that's the draw, you know, for writing, which is, 
yeah, it's one of the easiest ways to um, to create something. I think, mm. or I, I guess that's that's probably not true for everyone, but like it's true for you. <laughs> it's true for me. So if you think about it, I mean, we me, write for me. We write every day, you know. Um, and somebody told me that the more you, because I'm writing a book, so they said the more you read, the better writer you'll be. I know you mm. read a lot too. Um, you know, you're the, you're the same way, but somebody also said, um, you know, we write every day. Why not write something that matters? You know? And, um, I just thought that was like, that was like super powerful. And the more you write, the better off, the better you get at it too. So. Yeah. um, It's definitely like a muscle that you have to exercise. And I would say that like for my, for what I sent you, that that's a muscle that I'm still like barely getting started on as far as like writing things that I've taught before. That's something that like is uh, cool to me because it's like, okay, I'm like kind of distilling something that I've spent a really long time refining and I get to like put it in a format that other people can, you know, consume it on a mass scale. Mm. I love that. So I know we talked a little bit about, you know, what was next for um, Simplified. What's next for Jake's, for Jake Adams? Like where, 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 what's your vision? Where do you want to go? I want to go. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I, I, I would like to get to a point where um, I get to, you know, operate the business but do so more sustainably um and like do more of the things that i'm interested in which tend to be athletics like really like you know cycling and i just started um learning uh judo and jujitsu and like Ooh, learning my world yeah. yeah yeah so like do, doing those things and like doing doing a little bit more in the way of like travel or vacation um but that those are those are the goals that I, that I'm working towards, and something that I like about I guess like athletics is that it kind of like in the same way that entrepreneurship is like putting everything together, um, you know, you know, with like martial arts or cycling, whatever you you have to be in the moment, you have to work on timing, you have to work on like getting better incrementally. Like I, I think all those things are like a different practice for me to practice entrepreneurship learning how to pivot you know i yeah. studied you know i studied um taekwondo and i studied jiu-jitsu as well um and yeah learning how to pivot was like you know you had your strategy but if your opponent was coming at you a certain way you had to like be able to pivot very quickly and it's the same thing with entrepreneurship you have to be able to pivot you know and course correct like sometimes very quickly so yeah um, oh wow, that's cool. I didn't know you were gonna study jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I did it. It's I did it back. Uh, I did it back um 95. No, I lie. 97. I started and it was I'm only five feet, so um I'm short. And it was me and this other lady, um, and a friend of mine, and um 10 men, big men. And we had to, I mean, cause you learn, you learn, um, falls and throws and all that stuff. And 
you know, I used to say to my master, I was like, um, you really want me to like throw this guy? And he's like, yeah. So I learned, yeah, I learned very quickly that even if you're small, you have such an advantage because you can get in and out of stuff very quickly and, and knock somebody who's bigger off their feet because they don't have the same center of, uh, what is it? Center of balance or center of whatever gravity. So, yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. Ooh. I'm yeah, and then I guess like one other thing that like I've always done in in like always like getting into different new sports is like kind of embracing just what everyone else has to teach me and like always being a student. And I would say like to your point of like other people flipping you, I've been you know flipped more times than I can count <laughs> now. And uh, one of the things that surprises me sometimes about myself is like I just like get back up off the ground and I'm like laughing and I'm like I just got like okay I got my uh myself handed to me yes <laughs> and, uh, uh-huh. but I can laugh about it and you know go on to you know learning how to do something better yeah no I remember I was practicing my my takedowns and I was I didn't have like a fake like weapon so I had a kitchen knife and I was I said to my husband I said here take this and he's like what do you want to do with it I go okay, pretend like you're going to stab me, like attack me. And he's like, I'm not attacking you. He's like, come on, I want to throw you. He's like, forget this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah. So no, I mean, oh my Lord. I, we used to have to, in the beginning of um, our classes, we used to have to, I mean, I think we practiced, there were like nine different falls. And I, I think we did each one like a hundred times one time. And I was like, I went home and I had so many bruises. It was like insane, but now I'm, oh, you're going to have to keep me posted when we, when we meet how it's going. I did not yeah. know that, but now I'm like super excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'll so, let you know how it goes. Yeah. Um, all right. Awesome. One more question for you um, okay. before I let you, before I let you tell everybody how to find you. Um, what are you most grateful for? Um, I think. I'm most grateful for just the help that everyone around me has given me. Um, Like, you know, for my parents, you know, taking the time to give me the opportunities that they did with my education. Um, Like it was very unique and something that they spent a great deal of time trying to make possible. Um, And then also, I mean, your, your help, right. You're, you're helping me as part of score mentor and like, I've had numerous people who have, you know, offered their help on my path. And like, I guess just like really realizing that as much as it is a struggle and it is, I have to, you know, do certain things on my own, there are a lot of people who have invested their time in helping me and supporting me. Um, my wife, for example, you know, she's helped me with my business and um, is been in the, there in my corner, like helping me get through things and vice versa. Yeah. She's an entrepreneur too. Yes. Yes. She has a, um, not yoga, right? Is it acupuncture. Yoga? acupuncture. She, she has an acupuncture, um, practice that she has here in Mimernic. Okay. So let's give her a plug. What's the name of her business? Uh, concentric acupuncture. And where can they find her? Uh, Mimernic, New York. Uh, if you Google, concentric acupuncture mamaronic you'll you'll find you know that she'll come up as an acupuncturist in, in the local area 
Awesome. Awesome. So for everybody that is here and listening or listening on the replay or just listening to the podcast, how can people find you? Well, let me, before we, before I, I ask you this question, what are three tips or what is the biggest, what is your biggest tip? If somebody's looking for a tutor mm-hmm. for their, for their kids or even for themselves, what would be your biggest tip when finding one? I would say, um, look for somebody who is you know, very well qualified in their particular area. Um, look for somebody who is willing to meet you where you're at and like speaks to you with respect and like makes you just feel that you can ask them anything and they'll walk you through the steps to where you need to go from where you're at. And then um, also somebody who's dependable. You you, mm. you are looking for somebody who's going to help you along the way. And it's not great if you, you maybe feel like they're good and then they're gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I think those are the three tips that I, I can think of right now. Awesome. Awesome. So tell everybody, how can they find you um, on, on the internet, on social? Like, how can they find you? Um, if you, yeah, if you Google Simplify EDU um, online tutoring, you'll find us. Uh, first you know, result that comes up, that's us. And um, there, we're on Simplify EDU. I think we try to make it very easy <laughs> on Facebook, like at Simplify EDU. Uh, same thing for Instagram. And then, you know, you can find us on LinkedIn too, because I, I guess we're, we're live on LinkedIn. Um, yes. So yeah, if you, if you search Jake Adams, Simplify EDU, I'll come up. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this was so, you know, thank you so much for joining us. Um, this was so great. I mean, like I said, so many gold nuggets about education, um, about business and just about life, you know, because like, people always say like, well, in my personal life and in my business life, and it's all life, you know, um, and you just have such a, um, like, like I said, such an optimistic view of things and such a great perspective on, you know, whether it's challenges or hurdles or, you know, just seeing things differently. And like I said, you have, there's a lot of amazing things on the horizon for Jake and Simplified ED, Simplified, calling it Simplified EDU, Simplified. <laughs> I'm making up names for it. There's so many amazing things um, on the horizon. So we're going to have to have you back here so you can fill us in, you know, as stuff starts to unfold. So, um, but thank you again. Um, I love, you know, I'm so grateful that I got to uh, connect with you and I love working with you. And, you know, anytime we chat, we, we laugh and laugh at ourselves and, you know, talk about, um, so many cool things and I'm just super excited for, you know, what's ahead. So, um, but thank you so much for joining us here and for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And thank you again for, you know, all of your help in helping me with my business. Awesome. Hey, I'm just, I'm just the guide. You're doing all the work. <laughs> You're doing all the hard work. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. If just hang here, um, Jake, um, but I'm going to uh, tell our, all of our listeners, um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and your week. And let's all try and take care of each other a little bit more than we already do. All right. I will see you all next week. 